Welcome back to the OWA Talks podcast. I am your co-host Stephanie here with my co-host Sandra. And this month, our guest is Carrie Scoland, who is the manager of editing and content strategy at Marketing for ECPs. Welcome, Carrie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So let's go ahead and start off. Can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm the manager of editing and content strategy here. Um, what that really means is that I oversee our content standards and our client branding across many media. I got into content marketing about four years ago. So I'm still pretty new in this industry. That was following 10 years as a writer and editor in the news industry. So I've always been really interested in eyes and I got my first glasses when I was six. So yeah, I got my first marketing assistant role at an optometrist office here in the city. And I ended up in a couple other short-term positions before I saw the job posting at Marketing for ECPs and I just couldn't pass it up. So yeah, that's the long story. So how and why did you get involved with the OWA, Carrie? So we have many amazing women here at Marketing for ECPs with an optical background. You may know Trudy Charest. She's the Marketing for ECPs co-founder and best-selling author of the Digital Sales Rep. She also sits on the board of the Optical Women's Association. Um, so I guess by nature of our work and the passions that we have, we've been intertwined for a little while. We had Trudy on one of our earliest podcasts. So go back and listen to that one. If you want to hear from her, she is amazing. In the optical industry, how can content strategy help in shaping the brand image and the reputation of an eyewear business? Content strategy is really about taking a moment to reflect on who you are and the persona of your business. So in the eyewear world, there are many different places you can buy your frames and your lenses. Um, one of the best ways to, to stand out is to fully understand what it is that you do differently. And then go tell people about it in a cohesive, authentic way. When you have something interesting to offer and your messaging is consistent across all platforms, you'll attract people and build lasting relationships built on trust. On the flip side, if you don't know what your value add is and your messages all take on different tones, then you run a high risk of turning people off. We're emotional beings. We wanna feel like we belong, we want to build connections, and we have favorite brands based entirely on memories. Carrie, what do you think are some effective ways to tailor content for different segments of the optical industry? For like example, like eyeglass wearers or contact lens wearers or even sunglass enthusiasts? Well, that's a really good question. I think it's important to remember that your brand voice is who you are and your tone is how you say it. So your voice should stay consistent, but your tone can vary slightly between topics or platforms. For example, you might take on like a fun in the sun approach with sunglasses, a stylish approach to everyday frames and a more essential take for contact lenses. But your reader wouldn't suddenly feel like three new people are speaking. Another key here is to think about your main demographics. If you have mostly young adults wearing contact lenses, create the content they want to read. If you have fashionable retired golfers as your main sunglasses clientele, don't use the same hip language you did with the contact lenses. So how can cohesive branding, such as messaging, tone, and visual elements, contribute to building authenticity, trust, and connection with customers in the optical industry? This is my favorite thing about content marketing. Imagine if you met someone new and they're wearing bright colors, they seemed really bubbly, and I don't know, you hit it off talking about your favorite books over coffee. And the next time you met up with them, they were quiet. They didn't say much. They order a tea. I think you'd be pretty surprised. Maybe you wouldn't call them for another meetup. 
The same thing goes for your brand. If your content is all over the place, it makes it harder for your audience to connect with you and trust who you are. When it comes to building community and connection, if your patients feel like they belong, like your optical business is the one they choose to visit, they're more likely to keep coming back. And bonus, they're more likely to engage with your brand online. So you talked a little bit about community and belonging in your response. What strategies can an eye care business use to create a sense of community and belonging among their customers through their content, such as blogs, social media, or podcasts? Yeah, I really think the key is to stay focused on who you are and create a cohesive message across every platform. And that includes in person too. You have two touch points for first impressions, online and your front desk team. So helping people feel welcome will make them feel like they're a part of what you're doing. And they'll be more inclined to feel personally invested and connected in your business. Meeting people where they are on social media or their email is a great way to stay in touch and stay connected beyond their annual or biannual visit in person. How does fostering a community and a sense of belonging among your customers in the optical industry lead to an increased patient buy-in, customer loyalty, and repeat sales? When people feel like they belong, they're likely to keep coming back. They'll tell their friends and family, and they'll feel like they're a part of your community. If you think about a gym membership, Every gym has the same or similar equipment, but it's a sense of belonging that keeps people coming back. You're almost proud to say where you work out or where you shop. The places where you spend your money is ultimately a part of your identity. Can you share some examples with us of some successful content strategies that have been implemented by optical businesses that have resulted in improved patient engagement, increased appointments, and higher sales? Totally. One of my favorite examples is Exhibit Collectors and Creatives in Vancouver, BC. They're, super, they're in a super cool neighborhood and they have these really cool alternative vibes. The owner is really down to earth and all of their content reflects a fun and funky but luxurious experience. The website is kind of edgy and their socials reflect that too. You know you're speaking with the same business persona no matter where you go to connect with them. It's completely cohesive. And as someone who has a few tattoos and has enjoyed some fun colored hair, I really feel at home looking through their written content and their visual content. And I wanna be a part of that community. Another good example we have of a cohesive tone is the iLab in Scottsdale, Arizona. Dr. Shao is a wonderful, warm person and all of her content from her website to her socials reflects that. Plus she loves cats and you can see that very, very clearly in her written and visual content. I like that personal touch with the cats. That's really cool. I think that's really important as well. What are the unique challenges and considerations in implementing a content strategy for the optical industry, such as regulations, competition, or changing consumer preferences? Yeah, the regulations are really important to understand in your state or province. Um, In most areas, you can't guarantee results or use superlatives. So you can't say that your optical business is better than, or you have the best customer service. But if you're doing a great job, people should already know that. There are clever ways you can let people know that your customer service is the best. Like you could talk about what your team is passionate about, why they love eyewear, how they got into the industry. You can talk about what they do outside of work and how they're involved in their community. How do you think that optical businesses can effectively leverage content with things like educational articles, project guides, or customer testimonials to really build a loyal audience and generate repeat business? 
Your online world and your in-person world are one and the same. If you're chatting to them and they have questions about myopia, you can do in-person education and encourage them to read the blog you just posted about it. Get them to follow you on social media, post pictures of themselves and their favorite new glasses, and just get that conversation going. What are the best practices for creating and implementing an impactful content strategy in the optical industry, taking into account the specific needs and expectations of iWork customers? Know who you are and know who your customers are. Think of your ideal client. Who are they? How would they want to be spoken to? Pretend like you're standing in a room with them. You can be yourself and connect with them on a personal level. Additionally, when you're thinking about where to publish your content, don't spread yourself too thin. You don't have to be on every single social media platform. You just have to pick a few of the main ones. I would highly recommend being on Instagram and Facebook, but if your audience is quite young, you might want to consider TikTok. You should also have an amazing website. So no matter where you're posting, your clients can find the resources and information they need there. Keep it up to date with your latest hours and contact info so it's the main source of truth for everything you write. So we all like to know if what we're doing is working or has any impact. How can optical businesses measure the success of their content strategy and make data-driven decisions to continuously optimize their content for better patient engagement and business outcomes? You can measure the success of SEO on your website through Google Analytics, and you can visualize how you're ranking based on where you land in the search results. For social media, you can use Facebook business analytics and Instagram insights to view your engagement, reach, and all of those good data points. I think an important thing to remember is that a lot of people focus on engagement, but it's actually the reach that we're looking at more closely now, how many people are seeing your message, so when you see a, a post that's performing really well, you can just try to replicate it. You don't have to totally reinvent your content every time you post. You can reshare old content in a throwback Thursday or at random to reach more people and connect with them. Above all else, just try to stay true to your voice. So we wrap up every episode with kind of a parting words or last piece of advice uh, that our guests would like to give the listeners. So my question is, what would be your final thoughts or last advice for everybody listening today? My final thoughts are people connect with people. Just show that you're authentic and human and you will build natural connections. Great advice. That's very true. And connections are super important. So thank you so much for joining us today, Carrie. We really appreciate you taking the time to kind of share a little bit about your expertise and talking about content. So thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having me. And we'll see everyone in our next episode. Thank you.